The views and opinions stated herein does not necessarily reflect those of the institution. COVID-19 does not only injure our health, but it also forces tens of millions of people into extreme poverty and hunger, as well as more than 1.6 billion students out of school. Hello Crusaders! Welcome to the second episode of The Scholarly Madcast, your source for a dose of knowledge and awareness delivered straight from your device. I am Ayn Latore, your Vice President for Advocacy and Social Transformation, and your forever ardent advocate. And today, in celebration of the Global Goals Week, we are going to shed light on pressing issues that continue to threaten mankind and even our planet itself. We are going to discuss our struggle with achieving the 17 Sustainable Development Goals in terms of the gap between the first and third world countries, the progress of the Philippines, and of of course, the initiatives we can pursue in order to attain our goal in saving our only home. But wait, before we proceed any further, I understand that some of us crusaders may feel overwhelmed by the complexity of the matter that we're about to tackle. So, I'm here to tell you that before you try to leave this podcast, imagine the future of our world if all of us will choose to turn a blind eye on threatening issues that could otherwise have been solved had we only taken action earlier. Imagine the regrets that would eat us up when we no longer have enough food to eat or water to drink. Imagine all this and inculcate in our minds that we have the power to overcome this no matter our age, our gender, our culture, our race, and you know everything as long as we choose to take action now. Okay, so with that said, let me introduce to you our guest for today who is the Next Gen Leadership Fellow at the Mon Magsaysay Award, Country Head for Philippines at Remake Change, Creator at Online SDG Youth Action Forum, Chief Builder at Pass It On and former Youth Forum 2021 participant at United Nations Economic and Social Council. In addition, he also studied Management of Financial Institutions at Dallas University and now studies Master of Public Administration at the University of the Philippines. Let's give our warm welcome to Sir Mark Jacinto. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mark. I'm really, really thrilled to have you as our speaker for today's episode of the Scholarly Madcast. And how's your day so far? Oh, you know, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. And finally, we're at the end of the week. And you know, I'm a bit tired, but excited for this talk. Especially, we just started today the first day of the Global Goals Week. Exactly. So, excited to be part of this podcast. Yes, right? you're, you're actually, you're the, I told you, Dubai, you're the first person talaga who came to my mind when we said that, oh, let's let's look for a speaker for the podcast. Because, I mean, like, as we were able to introduce you earlier, um, Dubai, you were the next-gen uh, leadership fellow. Leadership fellow. At the 
award and that's that's how we met eh. tapos we also work together in remake change and we're also affiliated in osia plus pass, pass it on pa so i i really have been working a lot with you kaya you were the first person who came into mind whenever i think with everyone din naman halos when, when somebody says sdg it's marcasinto di naman pero it's it's an honor that you consider me at that and i'm grateful to talk about the sustainable development goals to people especially you know, it's been my mission and my purpose to make it simplified and make it more relatable to young people for for them and for us to be more intertwined in contributing to the sustainable development goals yeah that's that's a really good thing and you know it's a really good advocacy you know? and you know i'm really looking forward to learn a lot more from you but before that will you first share to us what are your major advocacies when it comes to the sdgs what are the sdgs that you're really working around with my advocacies are sdg 17 since i always believe that we are all interrelated and interconnected in all that we do and napakahalaga nito whenever we do things same I always believe, especially in the things that I do right now in Oshaf, that we are all interrelated and interconnected. And I bridge those people, opportunities, connections to different platforms as well. So, yun sa SDG 17, SDG 13 right now, climate action. Especially, I'm helping and I'm doing a project Right now, it's called Skrapangarap with my Rotary Club of Pitaon, Quezon City. We're in yun niya. We... collect scraps, mga paper, plastic, bote, jario, etc., even tarps. And we transform it with our external partner into upcycled plywood made of recycled materials, mga used cartons, mga candy wrappers. And yung makokolekta namin, as of now, we have already collected 3,600 kilos, will be donating it. to our partner tribal communities at Tumagat Remontados Tribe Sarisal. I'll be going there tomorrow, September 18. And it will be used to build a learning hub for them. Kasi, yun nga, right now kasi there are threats for anti-terror law. There are also discrimination to them. And also environmental issues kasi are really rampant there since they are near the Masungi and the Upper Marikina area. So there's been an increase... attention on quarrying and other illegal activities and illegal environmental activities there. And we believe those will really help them to be more empowered and to speak up. So those are my causes that I focus in. Those are really good causes. And also, thank you for shedding light to the issues that has been happening in Dumaguete right now. So yeah, thank you very much, Mark. Yeah, now that you were able you were able to share already your advocacies, I, w- I wonder naman if our crusaders or our listeners have their own SDG advocacies, right? And I think most of us kasi or most of the young people nowadays who aren't working for the SDGs are quite overwhelmed when it comes to it. So yeah, yeah guys, if you guys are worrying about that, worry not kasi Sir Mark is here. tonight to help us with that and yeah so let's now move on to our interview proper so perhaps many of us are aware that first world countries are really at an advantage in terms of having more resources to achieve certain endeavors you know that being said 
do you think, Mark, is there a wide gap between the progress of first world countries and the progress of developing ones when it comes to achieving the sustainable development goals? Or do you think that they're at par naman with each other? There is a gap. There is really a gap because, of course, the first world countries or the developed countries have more resources, connections, and even the funding to achieve these SDGs. Like Singapore is number one in Southeast Asia, and I believe they're in the top 10. United States is also in the top 10. So goes in other European countries, the first world majority, UK, your Finland, your Germany. Those are in the top 10 of the SDG index this year, 2021. It's an annual report. While majority of the the developing countries like the Philippines, which I believe it's ranked 100 plus recently, and the 19 ASEAN, ang nauna lang is Laos, if I'm not mistaken. So, very alarming talaga. And there has been a disparity talaga because, of course, that's it. Pero hopefully it can be removed because sometimes kaya nagkakaroon din ng intimidation na, oh, SDGs pang mayaman lang yan or SDGs pang may budget lang yan or someone na pang pang alta lang yan, pang mayaman. We need to break that cycle eh, because SDGs and sustainable development should be inclusive, integrated, and indivisible talaga. So, Yes, and you know, also what came into mind right now, I read this book called Factfulness by Hans Rosling and it says there that there's really no such thing as a developing country and a first world country because you know, when you label something that way, um, it's really going to be difficult for the you know the countries to progress. So you know what I would like to ask you, Naman, with when it comes to this. So you know, since we're in the usapang developing countries, what do you think is the current state of the Philippines when it come in when it in terms of our progress and accomplishing these SDGs? Since nasabi mo na rin that we're about in the hundred place for this. Yeah, as mentioned, the Philippines is currently 9th out of 10 in Southeast Asia. Laos lang yata or Cambodia yung nauna. I'm not really sure. Medyo uh, na matagal ko na siya yung nabasa report. Pero aside from that, we're really lagging behind because of those COVID-19 pandemic and other civil unrest and issues happening in the country. But even before those came, lalo na yung COVID-19 pandemic, we were already lagging behind and other countries are already lagging behind in achieving the sustainable development goals. And it's really, you know, uh, it's really alarming. Because, of course, you ibang say parang, oh, ano ba yung SDGs na yan? Parang is it something na only the people kasi in the government, the diplomacy sector, or the development sector understand it. And even most of the people who I know that are in the government or in the diplomacy or development sector, what, what is the purpose of the SDGs? Because, to be honest, it's really complicated. A lot of sugarcoat things. It's really complicated. It's really sometimes technical. Pero yun nga yung tinatry kong i-remove na it's not really... Some people say we don't need them to understand the technicality. We just need to understand the essence. The essence of the SDGs is that kailangan lang natin maging interconnected and interrelated in what we do. Kailangan lang natin may group chat or ganun. In, 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 a, in a layman's terms, kailangan lang natin nag-uusap-usap tayo. Kailangan nagkakaunawaan tayo sa isa't isa. Kailangan bawat galaw ng natin, inisip natin yung people, other people around us. Inisip natin yung economy, inisip natin yung kalikasan natin. Yun lang naman yun eh. Pero it's easier said than done. 
Exactly. I do I do get your point. Kasi, you know, even as an advocate, sometimes it's really quite difficult to also explain SDGs in layman's term. Kasi diba, there are 17 Sobra. goals and sobrang daming Sobra. targets. So it's, it's so difficult. But, you know, how would you explain it to the youth, Mark? As you were saying, um, what how could you explain the essence and to the youth na in a way that would really spark something in them to act for the goals? Uh, what I always do whenever I introduce the SDGs, I always ask them, what's their personal goal? What are your personal goals? Like, yeah, I always ask them whenever I do talks na ganun eh, na parang, oh, anong personal goals mo? Ano yung gusto mo maritin? Ano yung pangarap mo sa buhay? And then after that, I relate it to what are their goals for the country or if they have one for the country. And then I relate it to the SDGs. Kasi technically, yun naman lang talaga yun. Yung aning pangarap mo or aning ambition mo for your country or for for the world. So sabi ko, if, if we cannot act or if we cannot contribute to our community, our country, and our world, these personal goals that we have, whether gusto natin mag-cumlaude, gusto natin makita si Joa, si Crush, or si naman, or gusto natin makita yung mga, mga idols natin, or makagraduate, maging doktor, maging CPA, or whatever career we want to pursue. This cannot be possible if we do not do something relevant to our community or our country. So I always ask that. Then the second, I always relate sustainable development. Like it's your long-term relationship. Wow. Diba? Usapang ano. Kasi relatable eh. Kung magsabi ko, oh, I ask them ano yung elements ng isang long-term relationship and then I relate it na, oh, itong mga elements na to kailangan sustain and maintain your relationship similar to sustainable development. But instead of us maintaining and sustaining a relationship, we're maintaining and sustaining a community in the process. Those are my methods in making the SDGs more relatable to people. Yes, that's a really good take also because it caters to the youth, right? Which at the end of the day, youth naman Oh, kasi to be honest, yun din eh. I mean, of course, if we want to get the technicals for sure, meron naman, like for example, you or us here, we want to be, uh, to be more specific, like for example, in SDG3, what's happening on good health, what's happening in certain areas, walang problema dun. Pero... For some kasi as satin, yung iba. Parang, oh, I just want to know the basic details of what's happening. I, I don't need the specifics. Pero I want to get the general essence lang. And yun yung ginagawa ko right now. Kasi marami naman ang gumagawa na specific, to be honest. And, yeah. Yes. And, yeah, actually, also it's a good, you know, a good perspective na it really starts with yourself. It starts with your personal goal. And then it branches out na lang, right? And vice versa. So, since nabanggit mo rin kanina na marami naman din talagang gumagawa ng specifics or ng technicals, you know, like us or like the people that we have been working with. It's hundreds and thousands of Filipinos and of youths. And so what do you think are the issues or difficulties that hinder our country from accomplishing the SDGs? Since madami naman nga din talaga nag-act for the goals. From madami ako- talaga. Madami. Yes, can you enumerate? At- like, it's really Ay, systemic. Iba corruption, iba personal goals, personal agendas, or even yung, of course, iba-iba rin eh. Iba-iba rin yung needs. Kung hindi man personal agendas, I believe, 
yung iba, magkakaiba lang talaga ng needs per, per country. And minsan, siyempre, nauna ako, eh, bakit ako mag-focus sa country? Pwede naman ako mag-focus sa community ko. Bakit ako mag-focus sa world? Eh, ito yung nangyayari sa country. Uh, again, the local, localization can have advantages and disadvantages for me. Ah. Pero, yun nga, uh, kung hindi kasi natin siya ilink to others or kitignan, paano ba ito makaka-apekto to others? Right in the surface level sense. Yun yung mga magiging potential conflicts. And I believe those are the reasons bakit nahihirapan. And then the bureaucracy din eh. The, the bureaucracy, the systemic issues happening in our system, in our country, in our government are also maybe delays on bakit hindi rin na nagkakaroon ng strides. Hmm. I agree with you on that. Actually, kasi, you know, it's more of an institutional institutional thing or a system thing, most especially in the Philippines. Kasi if, you know, if it's a good system that we have, then people are going to be more inspired to do or to act more for the goals. Kasi I think what has been happening here is it's quite difficult. I think you would also feel this sometimes, diba? Na parang nakaka-burn out to work for the goals. You know, as an advocate, sometimes nakaka-burn out, nakakapagod na parang gawa ako ng gawa, kilos ako ng kilos, but at the end of the day, nothing is happening. Kasi, you know, we're, we're in, you know, the like system or the institution is setting us back. So it's quite sad. I, I think those are really the things, the big things that hinder our country from accomplishing, you know, the goals. So yeah, you know, this has been a productive and fruitful conversation so far, but we, unfortunately, we have to go to our last question. So with everything that is happening right now regarding the pandemic, how do we stay progressive or proactive about accomplishing these sustainable development goals? Salon as a youth, what do you think so? Because we're we're just working through our you know computers or devices, and how can we achieve the goals even just even you know at the end of our fingertips lang? Then we can start first in small simple actions. Eh? Yun yung palagi na kasi yun nga eh I think that's also one of the notions bakit hindi baraming hindi nag-a-act na lang for the SDGs because parang pilila ah pag SDGs parang pag narinig ko oh kailangan ko maging student leader or kailangan ko maging <laughs> kailangan ko maging bida kailangan ko maging volunteer for for those mentioned things pero to be honest we contribute to SDGs or sustainable development in our own little ways start with those hindi natin kailangan maging malaki agad. We, we can start in donating. We can start in sharing factual information. We can wear mga reasonable face masks. We can segregate our trash in our homes or patay ng ilaw pag hindi ginagamit. Those are small, simple actions, but those actions will really be impactful, especially if we do it consistently and make it a part of our habit routine in our system. Yes, and a collect as a collective, right? So if if even if it's a small step, if it's millions or billions of pe- of people doing that, then eventually it's going to really make an impact. So yeah, thank you very much for that, Mark. This has been short but very productive and insightful. So thank you for joining us on our first advocacy episode. And I'm sure that our listeners learned a lot of things today. And even as for me, I was able to learn how to you know tackle more and how to cater more to our um youth, how to relate really relate to them and inspire them. So thank you very much for that, Mark. Yeah, thank you so much again for, for giving us an opportunity to talk about the sustainable development goals.
Yes, thank you very much as well, Mark. Have a good night. That was a really enlightening conversation with Mr. Jacinto, right, guys? Well, you know, what I'm feeling right now is the feeling that I felt when I found my purpose or when I realized my why. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I an advocate? No matter how, as I mentioned earlier, how tiring it is. Na parang, parang wala naman nangyayari minsan. But then, you know, this is my why. This is, I feel like this is my purpose. So right now, I'm motivated more than anything else to pursue acting for the goals. And I'm sure that you guys share the same sentiment in one way or another, considering that we're already eight and a half years away from 2030 na lang. Wow, eight and a half years. That's actually such a short time if we're going to think about it. But at the same time, it's a long way to go pa. And you know, there's nothing more satisfying than knowing that as individual, we were able to contribute to what we would achieve in 2030. Right, guys? Well, you know, kahit the government, the government itself, and the giant establishments or corporations, or yung mga SMEs, yung major agents for achieving the SDGs. Like, without them, we wouldn't be able to really um, progress or move forward with it. But at the same time, it's still a collective effort, right? Meaning, even the smallest contributions of common people, common students, or common youth, like you and me, can add up and bring about significant results. That's why as Lasallians, we are advocating for these global goals. Not only do they tackle poverty and inequality, but you know, a lot of other things like sustainability, climate change, you know, safe water and sanitation, quality education, and, and so many more. You know, my favorite nga is SDG number 10. <laughs> Not nakalimutan. But yeah, my favorite is SDG number 10 because, you know, it talks about reduced inequalities. And I feel like when you are reducing inequalities, um, basically it's at the mid middle. Like, but when you reduce inequalities, you also get to do, like, for example, SDG number one, there would be no poverty or there would be quality education for everybody or, you know, more accessible healthcare for everybody and those kind of things. And yeah, that's why I am encouraging our fellow Lasallians, our crusaders to contribute in their own little ways. And if you guys remember, a lot of you did the comment dot or one dot and the ISC will give you one goal where you can start um, acting for the goals. And we hope, guys, that you will be able to research about them and really act uh, for those goals. You know, it could be as simple as sharing and educating about the SDGs or joining organizations. You know, even the cliche reduce, reuse, recycle na sinabi kanina ni ni Mark, like yung pag uh, patay ng ilaw when you're not using it, is already one step closer to achieving some of the SDGs, right? So they may sound simple and insignificant, but imagine their impact if millions and billions of people make them a habit. And I imagine that we could make the world a better and safer place for the generations to come. And that, I think, is the ultimate goal. Well, I'm afraid we've reached the end of our episode today and I hope that our listeners had a lot of takeaways from this also. 
Surely this will not be the last. So stay updated and please subscribe to the Scholarly Madcast and anticipate our upcoming episodes. We have so much in store for you guys this year and this is just the first of our advocacy podcast. There are more episodes to come that will surely educate and inspire us further. So thank you for taking some time with us today. This has been Ayan Latore of the Scholarly Madcast and I hope you guys have a good week.